Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Epp. It is July 9th, 2021. This is the Fightful post-Smackdown review. The last one with this cast until July 30th. <laughs> Next week, Jeremy will be joined by Joel Pearl. And then the week after that, we're both gone. I got Babo DeFelice filling in for me. And how about this? Pineapple Pete! Shook Dunkerton, he's coming to host the show there's no way that'll be bad. There's no way that Robert is going to mess that up completely. There's no way. Uh, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. We have some pretty good interviews this week, guys. Um, full stop. Like we, we interviewed Buddy Murphy. It was his first interview uh, within like or since he got his release. I rushed it out. I didn't want that dirty Chris Van Vliet to beat me to the punch. So I just I released it same day. Uh, and paid extra for that transcript, right? Yes, of course. Uh, and then this week also, a fellow by the name of Adam Cole we did an interview with. And just sandwiched in between, I got a casual Savio Vega interview where he talks about how Brackus thought the brawl for all was a work until Savio punched him in the mouth. <laughs> which I love. Uh, guys, please get in your super chats. Uh, it'll get your question or statement right on the air. Anakin says, have a good show watching Black Widow with my son at a drive-in. Well, you know what? Good for you. We're, 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 I, I bet it took you all nine hours to drive there based on the way that you time things. Evan Wright says, thought the show was way lame, way too much talking. Well, buddy, do we have a show for you right here. And Emma, happy birthday to Emma this week, says, Hi, guys, your, sh- your interview with Buddy Murphy was the best wrestling content I've seen all year. We stopped watching after it got released, to be honest. Wow. You did listen to the interview. What were some of your takeaways from that? Because the creative process seems exactly as bad as we say. Yeah, first off, uh, it was a tremendous interview. I-, I listened to the majority of your interviews, and I have to transcribe a, a fair amount <laughs> of them. But that one was was definitely one of the most most favorite that I've done. So, so just great job with that, Sean. Um, yeah. I I enjoyed the rain stuff where <laughs> you're just saying, yeah, I didn't really like this promo they gave me. I was like, oh, why would I say that? And I was just backstage trying to fix it, and then. Next thing I knew, there's there's shit going on around. Elias me. is texting him yeah, saying, yes. "Big angle, pal." And Murphy's like, "What?" The funniest yeah. thing is that Murphy didn't even know while all that stuff fell down. <laughs> <laughs> it confirmed like kind of what we already knew of like, yeah, he was just kind of wandering, and it wasn't meant to be anything, and they sort of did the most with it. Um, but I, I thought that was 
him confirming all that was really good. Him talking about Reigns. Everyone loves Reigns. Uh, you hear so many of these interviews from these release guys are just like, what a leader Roman is. And he pretty much said the same thing. He's like, we just went out there and did a cruiserweight Buddy Murphy match. And he was just very giving and everything. And like Roman always seems like that type of guy on television. I wish it would lead to more for these guys. Like I wish that would have led to more for Murphy because Ro- Roman's given him this much and Roman's a top guy in the company. And then – it just goes nowhere. It's kind of a shame. 80 minutes was that interview. Uh, and, of course, guys, we have so many scoops over at FightfulSelect.com. I got some stuff dropping this weekend. There are going to be some surprises popping up. MLW, uh, ROH, Impact next week. I'm going to have news immediately when those surprises drop about the details, how they came together, contract statuses on two or three of them. Uh, podcast with says not SmackDown related, but does Jeremy like Oliver? I don't. It's my, know. It's my cat. Oh, I've never met your cat, so I don't know if I like Oliver. Riptide nine nine eight says, "Happy f- five years to Fightful. Stay awesome. Thank you all so much. It really means a lot. Uh, we we've come a long way in five years, and we got plenty sentimental on the list in your boy this week. So that's where you all can can head over and check that out." I met also, Jimmy Van. I talked to Jimmy Van for the first time. I feel like that made a good impression on him too, because he seemed very happy to see you. I'm a very charming guy, Sean Ross. Very you horrible. are. You are, and you know what? Everybody says that about Vince Russo too. Wow, that was Bezo, very mean, bro. Bezo Banks says legit. Have zero complaints about SmackDown tonight. I do. Uh, <laughs> that ending humped. And legit pop me. Can we ban suicide dives for when Sasha and Shotzi face each other? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Intangible One says, I haven't got a chance to watch the Murphy interview yet that he talked about how he watches WrestleTalk. No, we did talk about it off the air, though. And I told him that that popped me. And I really enjoyed it. Um, (laughs) But let's go ahead and get into the show. There's... Plenty more uh, to talk about, and, and we will on this show. But this show was this unique mix of like different creative directions, but same old shit <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin, stop me if you've seen this one before. And WWE's <sighs> story for this is LOL, Baron Corbin's poor. And I had people saying, <laughs> Oh, Sean, you're trying something new and you're crapping on it. I didn't crap on it, I just said that's the storyline. <laughs> LOL, Baron Corbin's poor. <laughs> um, I don't know the direction, so maybe Nakamura and Boogs are supposed to be heels. If they're not, WWE is even more tone deaf than I realize because Rick Boogs is an absolute twat. That guy is a jackass. Also, wow. also, Baron Corbin has missed multiple house payments. He just lost his <laughs> crown three weeks ago. <laughs> That crown was worth a lot. That crown was worth a lot of money, Sean. Evidently. Dude, this storyline rules. I don't care what anybody says. Shut up. Shut the hell up. Wow. What do you mean so mean to me for? We do like one show a month together now, and you're just telling me to shut up six minutes into the show. Baron Corbin going into just a deep depression. It's tremendous. I hope he depression goes. rules. Yeah. yeah. You know me, Sean. I'm a big fan of the depression. 
Man, that's yeah, really good they go Jimmy Jimmy has messaged me multiple times. And <laughs> yeah. said, Does he need a therapist? Yeah. We get him one. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Look, uh, Corbin's doing a great job with this. That's my that's my actual comment. And, and somebody not- has the balls to say to me multiple houses. <laughs> hey, oh boy, have you seen the housing market? Stuff that was 165 two years ago is now 230. You should probably sell the houses. (laughs) Oh, God. Corbin, Corbin, like growing his hair all mangly and trying to grow this shitty facial. I want him to go full Mac. It's uh, always sunny in Philadelphia, where he just slowly gains all of this weight. Xavier Woods has talked about that, where he just wants to gain weight, but you see him every week. So, like, you know, it's a gain. I want that to be Baron Corbin, though. Just completely gain weight. Go, go up to like 350 pounds or something because he lost his crown. Well, because I am a generous dong lord, I'm going to give you guys an exclusive here that. I'm not going to put on Fightful Select. Baron Corbin has a receding hairline. That's I know nice. it's a big it's a big story. It's huge. Uh, it's I know it's for sure never been reported before. It's never been mentioned before. It's never come out before. But Baron Corbin, in fact, has a receding hairline. What do you make of this news? He should get hair plugs. They, I mean, Ollie mean. Davis is still recovering from them. <laughs> like that poor guy. Uh, <laughs> we got a super chat from from Hannah the Mod who says the funniest part is Corbin was rich before he got hired, yeah. so he managed to lose all that money too. <laughs> Indeed, I mean, and the match is fine. It's just like I, I, I'm sorry, but I can't be arsed to care about the match when it's it's the seventh time they faced in the last two months. I don't care about the match. I think Corbin's just doing a great job going into this, you know, losing everything. I want to, I'm ready to see where this goes. Does this go with Cameron Grimes getting the call up to the main roster and saving Baron Corbin? I feel like that's where it might. That's kind of cool. That sounds kind of, that sounds fun. Yeah. See, uh, Bezos Jeez. says, to be fair, this completely left my mind by the end. And <laughs> they are, they're what they're towing his car. They're, they're getting rid of his car or something. What's, <laughs> What's the deal here? I'm going to pretend like I paid any attention to this. <laughs> Jeez, man. The crown, that had all the money. He hid all the money in the crown, Sean. You know when you like money launder and stuff, you have to hide it somewhere? Yeah, I do it he all the time. All, he hid it all in the crown. And so once he lost that, that's how he lost everything. Ricardo says, missed the whole show. Rather watch you all anyway. Well, Nakamura is now in the Money in the Bank. We had Big E at ringside for this. Uh, Kevin Owens later did commentary as well. Sure. Whatever. This was okay. Biggie and Pat McAfee interactions. Tremendous. Soaking their feet and everything. Yeah, that was, that was entertaining. That (laughs) I did enjoy. But, uh, yeah, man, that, that, that definitely happened. Also, we had just like out of the blue, not really out of the blue. We heard about it before the show. They've done dark matches. Shotzi and Knox. Are their names now? Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox, now known as as Shotzi and Knox, answer the challenge, or or they challenged. They challenged them. They yeah. challenged Natalia and Tamina. Yes. So there, there's a lot of things here. First off, the match was bad. The match was two not. Minutes. The like match. Two minutes. Yeah, the match was not good. Uh, I fear for Shotzi Blackheart's mentions for the AEW stands on that that catapult spot. That ain't that ain't gonna go too well. That that ain't good. 
but Shotzi and Tegan look like TV stars. Uh, Tegan Knox looks like she's going to fit right in. The girl with the shiniest wizard is the dumbest fucking nickname I have ever heard in my entire life. And I'm sorry if that means something to her. I don't know. I can't pretend I'm hip to it. It just, it's stupid. It's like, oh wait, she does the shining wizard. So we're going to call her the girl with the shiniest wizard. Huh? That means it's the best, Sean. That means she does the best shining wizard of everyone. Because her wizard is the shiniest. I would probably not slam my knee into somebody's head if I were her. I'd probably move on from that. Uh, This match was not good at all. And, And the tag champs lost. Yeah. You are, I don't know what's going on with Tegan Knox in NXT. No idea. Because if, let me tell you, that tag title finish on NXT sucked. It was so bad. And if this is the end of the whole thing, oh boy, that's even <laughs> worse. What the hell? I mean, you got to get a match out of Tegan and Candice, right? Like that's. that's a storyline. Candice took her out and then here comes Tegan returning, costing Candice the tag team titles, like you've got to at least get that match. Uh, Candice winning to send Tegan to the main roster after she's already debut on the main roster. I don't know about that. It seems like it should be a Tegan Knox redemption story, but maybe Tegan wins on her way out, even though they rarely have people win on their way out. Uh, it's a mess. And this is what happens when Vince is just like that person, that person, that person, and Paul is like, I'm using them. I don't really care. Just give me that person. And yep. that's what they have to do. I guess that's what I like. Tegan and Shotzi, they did team together, by the way. They, yes. they challenged Banks and Bailey last year for the WWE Women's Tag Team titles in NXT. But of course, Shotzi's been teaming with Ember. Tegan's been out returning uh, this past Tuesday. And now there's a team on the main roster. They beat the tag champs in two minutes because those titles don't mean anything. Come on. Yes. If you if you thought so before, where where have you been? They don't mean anything. We'll see. They they look great. Yeah. Shotzi, she's gonna get over with with her antics and and the tank and just the way she wrestles and everything. And Tegan's great. So uh yeah. good luck to them. I don't want to hear those wolf promos on SmackDown, <laughs> but I bet Vince will be like, ha ha loves it. Loves it. Aaron says Shotzi and Knox sounds like a name for a TV show. Sounds like the name of a WWE tag team. Evan Wright says the Tamina super kick spot looked awful. I mean, there were a lot more. It was a lot more than a lot more than Tamina there, buddy. I mean, there was a lot of moving parts uh, right there. So that happened. The tag champions lose because who gives? Who cares? And then after that we see a video announcing that Tony Storm's moving up, which we pretty well expected was going to happen. That's a hell of an addition. They still should not have released a lot of the people that they did, but they are getting fresh blood. Tony wasn't doing anything but losing on NXT anyway. I don't have a problem in the world with this. She is also main roster ready. She won her last match, Sean. Did she, she beat Zoe Stark, who is now oh, a yeah, one the half of the women's tag team champions. Ah, there you go. Tony, I imagine Tony will lose to Saray on, on the way out. Tony's great. She obviously has a great presence. Uh, they got to find that character with her, though, because it needs a little bit of tuning. And I thought she could have actually used more time in NXT to tune was, that. Wasn't that match like two months ago? It was. It was a while okay. ago. Well, here's the good match, thing. Though. What do you want me to it, do? Here's the good thing. If she starts getting her ass whipped on SmackDown, Zoe Stark's going to run right out, beat somebody up, and... Sh- 
raise her hand because that's what Zoe Stark does. She <laughs> loses the people and then she's like, we're buddies now. We're friends and they now. Coexist. And they raises coexist. Her hand. That's, that's one that's half how it of works. the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Do not respect disrespect the Zoe Stark. Get in those super chats, guys. Uh, Nikal says, Cole said Tegan Knox, by the way. Her nickname is Lady Kane. Buddy, I don't trust it. They're, they can't decide if she's Nikki Cross or Nikki Ash on the other brand at all. Uh, we got a super chat saying, can't wait for Tony Storm to come, become Storm. And uh, WWE goes with NBC's pitch for an American Gladiator segment to help boost ratings. I think WWE should have a WWE Gladiator show on the network. That would be incredible. There's so many good ideas that have been pitched for the network that they're just never going to do. They get they get dinged by Marvel very quickly if they tried to go with Storm, pretty sure. Yeah, I yeah, like I Marvel's agree. got that one. Ryan Martin says, of all three women, Tony's na- Tony has me most excited. The fact they're airing vignettes for her de- debut really has my hopes high. They're, they're getting some reinforcements, and it is unfortunate that Bailey is hurt, which we are about to talk about. Uh, but... Yeah, super sick Bud Ryan with a great super chat. Big thank you, man. He says, enjoy all the work the whole crew does throughout the week. Become a part of my daily routine. Uh, The laughs lift my spirits during work. Hope you all enjoy my homages to celebrate five years. And the SRS is quality enough. Thank you so much. I appreciate the generous super chat. I appreciate you making us a part of your daily routine. We have shows every single day. And if not, we got an interview planted there. There's Twitch content. There is at least probably one or two podcasts every single day that we have for you guys to listen to. So we hope that you guys uh, enjoy it as well. Guy, Bud Ryan making the graphics for uh, a lot of distraction graphics. Great job by him. Appreciate you, bud. Kinjiro says, glad they did those weeks of teasers for for Tegan's SmackDown debut. That is a little (laughs) weird, right? So, I mean, that's the thing they spent, uh, they spent NXT TV time to promote her coming back to NXT but nothing to promote her debuting on SmackDown. Because they didn't know she was debuting on SmackDown until probably like three hours ago. Probably. <laughs> oh. Vince Vince saw the dark match on Monday and he said, oh, goddamn, pal. Like, imagine the week it's been for her. Hey, Tegan, we're bringing you back at NXT. But hey, by the way, we need you to come by Raw. I know you haven't worked in a year, <laughs> but come by Raw to, to try out for Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah, yeah, we know it's before you, you come back on NXT, but yeah, you are coming back on NXT. Hey, you're called up on Friday. What the hell? What the hell? They, we got some. They don't, they don't know about this stuff until hours before every interview. Buddy Murphy told you when you asked him about the draft, that's, he's like, good point. Yeah, didn't really know what I was doing. I was in Vegas. They were like, not needed tonight. Went out, partied in Vegas, and came back on Raw. And they're like, you're on Raw. I was like, all right, cool. Had wrestlers asking me if I knew where they were going to get drafted. And one of the wrestlers had found a sheet and told me. So I was able to tell which wrestlers where they were going. Oh, man. Bryce Star says, after enough taunting, Corbin will beat up Boogs and find his joy in hurting people. He'll adopt a more aggressive style and become happy Corbin. That sounds dope. That sounds fun. Like, Corbin's sad until he just absolutely destroys somebody. And then he's like, yeah. This does it for me. I think that's fun. What are they actually going to do with this? It's going to have no actual payoff, right? Like he's just going to get losing. a reverse mortgage. <laughs> you call Conrad, but yeah. hey, Conrad's going to show up on. Dude, Conrad don't if, do reverse mortgages. Conrad's not a con man. 
They they should go full full on with this, and Corbin should just do a podcast with Conrad, and, and that's what how he he makes his money back. That's Man. that's what I would do. Then he might have con- podcast with Conrad. He might have to unblock me on Twitter. Conrad like likes me, so <laughs> maybe he can put in a good word. Uh, intangible one says, I can't cheer for Corbin. Kayfabe wise, his characters had this karma coming for like five years. Also, Jeremy is right. Uh, have Grimes save Corbin, like how DDP saved Christian from his losing streak. And the funny thing is, DDP was also saved by a benefactor once upon a time. Um, I, I like the Cameron Grimes benefactor idea. Like, I mean, they did the DDP benefactor 25 years ago. They can do it again. I'm I'm fine with it. And Cameron Grimes is a main roster yes. talent as well. Yes. Vince McMahon gets his eyes on him, and he's going to say, hey, bring that million-dollar belt with you. Oh, yeah, somebody else has it? I don't care. Don't even beat him for it. Just take it. You're rich. Who cares? Just take it. Yeah, Grimes is, is definitely main roster ready. We do great in front of the, the live audience as well. Like I, I always I think all my ideas are great. So obviously I think my idea of Cameron Grimes and Baron Corbin is great. Ricardo says missed the whole show. Rather watch you all anyway. Well, I'm glad you do. And if you are here watching, please leave us a thumbs up. Can't tell you how important that is to us. Well, we had Sonya Deville coming out announces that Bianca Belair is no longer defending her SmackDown women's title at Money in the Bank. This is because Bailey uh, injured her knee. We're told a torn ACL happened at the mandatory return to the road performance center uh, training, just doing some, some, re- some chain wrestling, I'm told, and her knee popped. And that sucks. It sucks for a lot of reasons, Jeremy. She was my 2020 MVP. Cross-brand, great turn, great title reign, great feud, put over Sasha. It was great. She was awesome. Did not get to wrestle at WrestleMania, did not get to host WrestleMania. She got absolutely screwed by that. And here she was one week away from returning in front of crowds, and now she might miss another WrestleMania. This is heartbreaking, Jeremy. This this sucks. Like when when it came across today, uh, it was just you know it was randomly like one thirty two o'clock or whatever, and I was like, oh no! And, and you knew immediately it wasn't a storyline because WWE was like she's out nine months. I'm like yeah, they yes. ain't storyline Bailey out for nine months. Um, it, it's horrible. Like you said, like she was she was the MVP of the pandemic era. Um, I mean, her and Sasha were carrying three brands as, as women's tag team champions. And, you know, her, her interactions with Michael Cole, she's having great matches, the Sasha match. She was, she won't get the credit she deserves um, for the Bianca feud. Like the, the Bianca match at Hell in a Cell was just, she was so giving in that match. Like that's a masterclass of just like how to structure and put together a match to like really showcase your opponent while also putting over your own strengths. Bailey is so, so good. She's so good. And she's been so, so great in this role. I hope, I hope they find a way to keep her on TV. I mean, there's an easy way to keep her on TV, right? There's many easy ways. Like they've been doing, they've been doing this with Miz and they they deserve credit for that. We've seen it like AEW did it with Britt Baker. You can keep injured people on television, especially when they have the presence and the, the charisma and can carry segments like Bailey can just do I've, ding dong. Hello. It's not well, difficult. 
we'll just talk we'll talk about ways here in a minute because I want to get through this segment because I've I, it's pertinent to this. Okay. Uh, but as a result, Carmella is now challenging for the title next week. Any thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm glad Carmella got a title shot after losing two straight matches. Yeah, doesn't make much sense, does it? And um, by the way, Carmella lost to Bianca Belair. Yes. Like, like six a weeks month ago. ago. Yeah. And she's lost two straight. She lost two straight to Liv Morgan. Why is she getting a title shot? Who knows? Because she's gorgeous. That's Bianca that's Belair beat Carmella right before WrestleMania in two and a half minutes. She beat her in May. Why? Why would this be happening? Um. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get People it. People are saying but, Carmella has the accolades. Charlotte has the accolades. Bring Charlotte over. Let her get the title shots. Well, Sonya's out there. Um, Kate Hensler says, why not Mia Yim? Why not Mia Yim is a good question. I don't know. She shouldn't be challenging for the title, but she should be in Money in the Bank. I don't think that's going to happen. I was told that she wasn't planned for it. But Liv Morgan comes out, and she's like, I deserve to be in here. And she deserves the title shot more than Carmella, which yes. is the funny thing. Yeah. Uh, but instead, Sonya's like, I'm adding you to the Money in the Bank match. I'll get out of here before I change my mind. And Liv is very much like, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And I'm like, what? This girl's been messing with you. She's been screwing with you. Like, you're lucky they, they don't just pull you from the match and send heavy machinery out there in basketball shorts to wrestle the B team again. <laughs> like, I'm, We're not past the point of that yet. <laughs> Glad Tucker finally told that story in an interview. Um, oh, okay. So the eighth person, and and we have somebody saying, who do you think will be the seventh and eighth women? I think Sonya Deville is coming back. I think she's going to do Money in the Bank. That's what I think is going to happen. I think I'm it's that, that makes that makes sense uh, of Sonya announcing her return here. So who's seven? Tony Storm. She going to put her in the match. So hear me out. The three things Bailey can do. Actually, four things. You mentioned ding dong hello, right? That that's brilliant. Just ding dong hello, and nobody can touch her, and she just riles people up. She can be a manager. She can manage anybody. Anybody. She can be an announcer. She can troll Michael Cole for nine months. Or she can take Sonya Deville's place assisting Adam Pierce. That's what I want to see the most. That's what I want to see. Really? Ah, oh, man. I don't know if I need like annoying authority figure. Like Bailey's great. I just don't know if I need like annoying authority figure. I think she should be annoying to literally everybody. Heels, faces, doesn't matter. She's popping herself. And that's oh, it. I she mean, doesn't you know. You know, I'm a fan of just people popping she, themselves. Yes. She doesn't care about the fans. She doesn't care about anybody but her. She doesn't care about Adam Pierce. She wants to make herself laugh, and that's it. That's all, right. all I want to see. You, you've sold. You've sold me on this of, of just Bailey well, popping herself. Well, you know what? I, I'm going to sell you on making yourself happy with Magic Spoon. Zero grams of sugar and my favorite cereal. 13 to 14 grams of protein. Only four net grams of carbs in each serving. When you're growing up, one of the best parts about being a kid is eating cereal. 
But when you get older, it's got all that junk in it, the carbs, the sugar, unhealthy food, all that. And when you walk by that cereal aisle, you get depressed because you're like, man, this is a great era of cereal. There's cereal all over the place. Well, Magic Spoon gives you that cereal back. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, GMO-free, and low-carb, and only 140 calories per serving. You can build your own variety pot, or you can build your own box, or you can get a variety pack rather with cocoa fruity frosted peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. They have additional flavors as well. Uh, I tried jelly donut, birthday cake. There's so many. Uh, they they now have the the peanut butter chocolate as well that that I constantly mention that I would make by mixing the two flavors. They got that now. It's fantastic, uh, and it fills you up. My favorite part about this cereal is you're not going back and forth getting more bowls and more bowls and more bowls. You drink or you eat one bowl of cereal. Oh, wow. Look at this. You eat one bowl of cereal and it fills you up and you don't feel junky after you eat it. Go to magicspoon.com slash fightful. Grab it today. Use our promo code fightful at checkout. Save $5 on your order. And if you're hesitant about trying, if you're hesitant about jumping in, Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they refund your money. No questions asked. MagicSpoon.com. Code Fightful. We have a bunch of super chats about Bailey, about the women's division. You know, people are forever optimists. Uh, Ace Condu says, Shotzi leaving Ember behind in NXT? Some friend she is. <laughs> <laughs> fair honestly man fair. damn <laughs> so we'll find a new partner they just randomly team people up it's always stark it's always stark will be a new partner there you go matt raikiel says sucks about bailey sasha probably returns next week in front of a live crowd i wouldn't be surprised to see that yeah. uh she walks out raises like her hand goes ah, ha, ha, i'm here to fight you at SummerSlam. there you go Shetty Huda says, "Is Sasha in Money in the Bank? Do you think that happens?" No, okay. I don't. Right. Shetty says, "Loved Liv tonight. She was talking with a lot of fire. Big E and Pat were destroying his hairline with the jokes that they were. Um, I, I just like seeing Liv Morgan do stuff. She should not be happy to be there at this point, though. I'm, I'm tired of that." Bezos says, "You start to realize how few women there were when both Sasha and Bianca are having the same title reign." order of opponents and all going to miss aunt Pam. I think you got to come right out of the gate with big challengers and they just went back to the well and Sasha and Bailey are great challengers, but when you do it time after time, after time, after time, it, it loses the noose. They needed more reinforcements. They picked up three new girls and Zelina. So glad to see that. Bezos says, about one month ago, I told my bro I wanted Sasha to come back after a Bianca SmackDown main event title retention and kill her to build the SummerSlam rematch. And now look, I think that's very possible. I think we could see Sasha Banks heading right back into the title picture. I, I think Banks and Belair is the SummerSlam program. I threw out Money in the Bank. I don't actually think she's going to be a Money in the Bank either. I just I just threw it out there. Um, yeah, and the Bailey-Bianca program, Bailey wasn't doing anything. She's coming off losses and getting her ass kicked by the Bellas. It was a, they didn't have anybody. They didn't have anybody that they built up. So they went on old reliable. And that's, again, another credit to, to Bailey for being there and knowing how to get people over. Guys, get in your super chats. Get your question or statement read on the air. I dropped my Q&A show on FightfulSelect.com today. 
uh, about 38 minutes, answered about 80 questions. I do that every week. I'm going to do a live one next week because I'm heading off to Nashville to uh, get some content before Slammiversary. Uh, Bionic Julius says, horrible news about Bailey in a few months, though, on commentary with Michael Cole. Gold? It would be gold. It would be very interesting. I think she, sh- you know, maybe she does like a little bit of everything. And there you go. That would be cool. Here's the greatest uh, typo of the day. Now that it looks like shitty, <laughs> Tegan, Tony, possibly Raquel, and Dakota, plus others, who replaces them on NXT besides Zoe, Saray, Zeta. Well, they, they've got a very deep roster that they're, they're barely using. Uh, I mean, Mercedes is going to be used more if she, she heals up. Uh, Tian Cha is going to be used more if they get if they are trusted to, so to speak. You know what I mean? They still have a lot of people there. There's my God, B, B-Fab has not wrestled a match yet from Hit Row. You've got Cora Raid or, or Cora Jade, uh, Gigi Dolan. You've got Jesse Kamea who hasn't been used a whole lot. There's there's a lot of people. There's still plenty of depth there. I mean, Frankie Monet is ready to yeah just elevate to to right into the the top title picture. Candice, Indy, they're they're still there. Like they're good in NXT. The, they'll be fine. Yeah, they they don't have to add anybody else. They just need to use more more people, and that's really it. We have a super chat from Stellar Justin Lopez. It says, "Do you think they're doing Bianca and Mella on SmackDown next Friday? That way, they can move Mella back into Money in the Bank after she loses." I think that's possible. Very possible. Yeah, she loses. Yeah. She goes. She says, "I'm still gorgeous," and and Sonya's like, "You are. You're back in the Money in the Bank." That's interesting. That's her gimmick, right? She just yeah. loses and she says she's gorgeous. Yeah. That's her whole gimmick. You're, you're not wrong. The term she uses. You're not wrong. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated Cesaro. Cesaro gets busted open. I mean, we've seen this match 232 times. It's always good. Yeah. It's always good. Kevin Owens is on commentary, and he is, he is a highlight of a good match because <laughs> him commentating Seth Rollins' tantrum He's like, yeah, tear up the announce table. That'll do a lot better. Stomp on it. That'll fix it. There, You're running from your problems. This isn't going to help you at all. Him being Seth's counselor is really, really great. I'm digging this. Um, this match is as good as we expected. It's always good. I don't need to see it again. This is the story of WWE main roster TV. I don't need to see it again just because it's a good match. Save it for another time when the, the good match means more. Um, at least this had stakes to it. And Seth winning, I'm completely fine with. He is a, a former Money in the Bank winner. He became a WrestleMania main eventer by cashing in that Money in the Bank. Um, the match was, was fine, but it's like diminishing returns mm-hmm. on these matches because like they had, they had a WrestleMania match, and that was, that was probably their best one. Uh, and then they had where the WrestleMania Backlash. Maybe they wrestled. I think he wrestled Roman Cesaro or Roman on that one. But but um, Hell in a Cell, right? They wrestled at that one. Can't keep track of all this stuff. Yeah. Regardless, it's diminishing returns uh, when you keep doing it this often. Even if it's a good match, it's tough to just continue to talk, especially when like the story isn't let's build to a better match. The story is just we're just gonna keep doing the match for the sake of doing the match. Um, Seth winning, fine by me. I, I fear for Cesaro. I hope the fans treat him very well and maybe he will kind of they'll see something that hey this guy they're cheering him will kind of push him a little bit because it felt like he was there after WrestleMania. The Roman match was great 
and then he's just losing to Seth a bunch, and now I don't know where he actually fits in on anything. Maybe he can get the Intercontinental title from from Cruz, um, but I, I fear for Cesaro. Seth is always going to be fine, right? He's always going to be fine. Uh, yeah, he's interviewed backstage, and he is interrupted by Edge. This I think this needed to happen. This is planting yeah. the seeds for SummerSlam, and Edge says things have changed since 2014. I haven't forgotten. I love it. I love it. I can't wait for the match. Um, I hope they replay it somehow. I think that would be really good. Seth is going to heal the hell out of this. And you you almost have to go old man versus young guy on, on this because, because of the way they played it. Uh, Stellar Justin Lopez says, thank God for Edge paying attention to detail. <laughs> you know, the writers and Vince probably forgot about 2014. And likewise, Kevin Owens mentioning, by the way, Bobby Lashley put me on the shelf a few years ago. I had double knee surgery because of him. I would like to cash in on him specifically. Good good on these people that whether or not commentary or writers remember this stuff, they do. I love this stuff. The wrestlers are very good at filling in these gaps. As right? we heard in the Buddy Murphy interview. Yes. Like and the wrestlers are very good at this. The, the problem is the writers will still confuse it all and make it not make sense. But the wrestlers, they understand this stuff. And, and try when I asked Buddy Murphy, when I asked Murphy, it, 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 there were a couple really disheartening things. When I said, did this affect your love for wrestling? And he said, yes, absolutely. That gutted me. And then when I said, well, why do you think they don't pay attention to detail? And he said, I don't think they care. Damn. And explaining the Seth storyline with the Mysterios of like where it was supposed to go and everything. And he's like, so I'm going back with Seth, right? And they're like, oh, we don't really know. And he's like, I'm messaging Seth and want to go back with him. Seth is cool with it. And they're just like, oh, no, you're just going to be like dropped with Aaliyah. We're just dropping it. He literally said, we're just drop." Bruce told him, we're just dropping this story. And he had to text Dominic. Yes. Dominic is more in the loop. <laughs> and and like people were like, why they drop his name? It was his idea. And you go, why would he do something like that? And then he explains it to you. He sacrificed his first name to be more nondescript and be a disciple. And I was like, God damn, man. That and Alistair Black saying that Alistair Black was the devil with amnesia. It's like, I really wish they would have explained. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling that's it it's that easy it's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Playing this stuff on TV, that kind of would have helped. The, the wrestlers are very good at this stuff. The problem is they're trying to do this in the company that doesn't care. Evan Wright says, 
I hope someday we can have an Owens moment on commentary, like Elton Erico's a big boy, or hi, I'm Chris Hero, and I throw elbows. His laughter rules. He's talking this trash in his second language that he didn't learn until he was wrestling, and he learned it by listening to Jim Ross, of all people, on commentary. It's it's fascinating to me. What a talent. Uh, Cliff, Beard says not, Cliff Beard says, not complaining about the choices about the three NXT women going up, except no clue what happens to the Tegan, Candice feud, but why not Frankie? Frankie should be on the main roster. Completely. She should have never been sent to NXT. She's got years of TV experience. Yeah, I I imagine she'll be on the main roster soon enough, honestly. I I think think she'll be there by the end of the year. Kate Hensler, who I'm trying to uh, nail down for one of our predictions streamed uh, next week, says wrestlers succeeding in spite of creative. That's how it usually works, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, we had we got Drew Nicholas talking about uh, the about Corbin needs to be approached by the Alpha Academy and joins them. So Gable renames him Happy Corbin <laughs> for Shorty G. <laughs> A little too cute for my liking, but Otis and Gable wearing the matching gear backstage. Give me that. Give me that. I'm here for it. I'm okay with these short vignettes. This is harmless. Sure, exactly. It was harmless. Let's let's see where it goes. Who are they wrestling? The Street Profits again, I saw. One of them's out with surgery. Uh, Adam Ulrich says, considering taking my nephew to the Cincinnati Raw in September, pricing permitting, wondering if tickets will be more, if not full capacity. I think you'll be able to get tickets for that one. Yeah. I think you'll be all right. I mean, Starcade sold really well. It sold well enough to where they gave Cincinnati a December 26th house show. And those... WWE don't just hand out December 26 house shows. Those are big deals to them. So um, they might they might go. If you're going to Cleveland in two weeks, come say hi. I'll be there. Yeah. I'm not going to Sensi. We opened the show with Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and before that, Jimmy Uso, who got a DUI this week and is on TV. I had a person in the company say, you know, Rob Van Dam got popped for weed. Got pulled over for weed, and he got two titles taken from him and a 30-day suspension. And this is Uso's third DUI. It's his fourth DUI, but he was found not guilty of one. Uh, this is questionable, but Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, and Roman Reigns, they are Vin Diesel fans, and they love family, and they share a hug. Well, I thought they lived their life a quarter mile at a time. They do. They they also do that. Um also, I think they, nobody likes the tuna here. Nobody. <laughs> Bullshit asshole. Nobody likes the tuna here. So Roman Reigns lets them know, lets the users know, don't come out there. Don't help me with Edge. I don't need it. I don't want it. They don't listen. <laughs> they come out there and we get gang wars. <laughs> but you know what? They didn't do it 10 times on a show, so it means more. Edge is battling, and guess who comes out? Somebody that makes sense, Jeremy, from every perspective. Somebody who's been feuding with Roman Reigns, Rey and Dominic Mysterio. Oh, and by the way, Edge and Rey Mysterio go back two decades. They were an integral part of one of the best periods of SmackDown ever. They are former tag team champions they won a bragging rights trophy together i'm sure everybody remembers that oh man i'm happy 
yeah, I liked all of this. I like the opening segment with, with Roman yes. and the way he's very good at being a manipulator because he's like, this is what I've been saying the whole time. Let's come together as a family. Let's come together as a group. You guys can win the titles. It's like, Roman, you cost them the titles a couple of weeks ago. This is not what you have been preaching the whole time. But he feels he needs them in, in this feud against Edge because Edge got the better of him last week. And so he he wants them there to basically take bullets for him. And that's what they did last, or that's what they did at the end of this show. Is even though he said, no, stay away, stay away, stay away, he's had enough history of knowing that he can tell them to stay away. They're going to keep coming out. They're, they're, they're not going to listen. They're responsible for their own actions and they're just going to come out. Um, and that's what they did. They came out. They took the bullet for Roman. And when Roman was going back up the ramp and Edge is putting him uh, in the hold and Roman's like, eh, no, they came out. They did that on their own. That's on next week. That's what he's going to say, right? Like, you got, I told you to stay away. This is on you. This is on you guys. You should have just love- let me handle my business. Roman is so good at being manipulator. So good. Loved everything about this. Loved all the segments that led up to it. And buddy, do I love the Edge and Rey Mysterio stuff and play off of that history. They were tag team champions 20 years ago. Uh, many people don't know this, but Edge and Ray teamed along with a bunch of other people in what was Edge's real last match. He did a dark tag match. Um, and I, I would I would play off of it, like Ray saying, like, man, I saw you in pain on the apron. I didn't want to tag you in. There ain't no footage of it. Nobody knows any better. <laughs> Just play off of it, man. Play off of it. Uh, they they were doing house show loops as a team 10 years ago. So, I mean, this is a long storied history between these two that you can play off of. I don't want WWE to get lazy about it. And here's the thing. If anybody's working with Roman, usually Paul Heyman has some input. Paul Heyman's probably pulling up that cage match profile right <laughs> now and saying, what can I pull off of? What what can I What can I do with this story? And I'm very excited for that. Intangible one, Cliff Beard says LWO saved Edge tonight. I think I might work on like a documentary video about the LWO. That seems like a fun project. My guy was in that. Psychosis was in the LWO. (laughs) Well, we're going to have you as a talking head then, for sure. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I'm getting a psychosis little balling or brawler buddies doll. I think I'm going to get you a psychosis mask at some point. Oh, man. I think I should do that at this point. Tremendous. That'd be tremendous. Thank you. You should. You owe me like should, at least one or two birthday gifts, I feel I think like. I do. I think I do. I'm getting uh, our mod, Hannah, one of those baseball bat mugs that I've been sporting. But uh, a Cardinals one? Have you That's, seen those? Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, it does suck. Uh, but guys, somebody says we need El Dandy talk. Well, how about this? Go check out my interview I did with Bret Hart last year. Because I, th- I feel like I'm one of the only people to actually ask him about El Dandy. And he loved it. And he was like, man, I legit liked El Dandy. <laughs> like, he was good. But, uh, guys, we are here tomorrow night. I don't know if I'll be here. Jeremy is likely to be here. Steven Jensen's here. Uh, Fightful Fight Night, and it's a big one. Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier 3. Uh, honest to God, Jeremy, I don't know who else is on the card. Uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley, he's okay. on the card. Uh, and I wonder boy, Steven Thompson, that's like all that I know. Gilbert Burns and Steven Thompson. There hey. we go. So we'll probably be around for the, the last two fights. I want to make these. The last one. Yeah. I, I, I want to make these big guys, uh, big fight nights. Come hang out with fightful. 
chat with us. We'll be watching the fights. If there's a freaking Jake Paul fight, if there's some freak show fight, a big boxing fight, we will be here streaming it on YouTube.com or streaming our reactions on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Uh, Ray Callahan says Psychosis Mask Fund. Well, hey, you know what? You can also contribute to that mask fund by going to FightfulMag.com. There's some great stuff in the newest edition of Fightful Magazine. The Kenny Omega Roman Reigns Dream Match. Lots of great retro content about No Mercy, LJNs, SummerSlam 88. Taylor Hendricks, Damian Sandow are writing for us. We have the Wrestlers Tribune where you hear from actual wrestlers. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, next week, I'm dropping an interview with Willie Mack. There are so many cool features coming to Fightful. Uh, we got Music of Moonsault saying, Happy belated birthday, Fightful. I came a couple of years ago looking for a better wrestling news source, and I found a community that made some, and made some friends along the way. We try to cultivate the most inclusive, friendly environment in pro wrestling. So I uh, hope you all like it. FightfulSelect.com is where to go. Jeremy Lambert, tell the people what you do. You got the distraction. It's our guy, first off, Music and Moonsaults. Chris, it's our guy right there. Um, yeah, we're, we're on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Joel Pearl and I will be there about 1130-ish uh, playing NHL hits. Rob Wilkins is going to join us for, for some color commentary on that. The distraction. We're doing big numbers, Sean. I know I know you're happy. I love it. I love it. Uh, I mean, you all, very- have, you all have like quadrupled, if not quintupled, your numbers from like a year ago. Legit, a year ago, the show we did was like less than 400 views. And okay, now, then you all are doing like nine times. Yes, it's it's kind of insane. I appreciate it. a slow week. It's nine times that much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate everybody that has uh, supported us along the way. Um, I really enjoy what Joseph and I get to do every week and the, the pals, all the pals we, we've made. We got our own theme song stuff now, our own intro music. Just tremendous thank you guys for for all the support on that distraction thursdays 3 p.m eastern twitch twitch.tv slash fightful gaming next week sean big week it's save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful powerade body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.